0: So um, Kevin and I are going, we're gonna do a little networking first. And then Kevin and I are gonna go through the deal finding training with you. And then Marilyn is going to talk about converting pre foreclosures into good rentals or flips. Okay, speakers today, you've already met uh, Kevin and myself and Marilyn. Have some great sponsors with us this morning. Uh, So the first one, we have Bill Giffen from Centric Wealth. So Bill, I'll let you go ahead and tell us what you, who you are and what you do.
1: Good morning, thank you Becky. And thank you Kevin and Marilyn for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. My name is Bill Giffen and I'm a financial advisor associate with Centric Wealth. And we are a comprehensive financial planning firm that is fiduciary based. So what that means, and for those who don't know what fiduciary means, is we have a moral and legal obligation to do what's in our client's best interest. So we want to help you all and be a resource for everybody to make sure that they can get that financial freedom that they're looking for, spend more quality time uh, with their family and not have to worry about their finances because it's one thing to make the money, but then it's another thing to manage the money to make sure You're achieving those goals that you're looking to achieve and make sure you do have that financial freedom and that financial success. Um, we offer, we do have partnerships strategically with, uh, tax, uh, people. So we have partnerships with enrolled agents to make sure that you are getting the best bang for your buck and making sure that the taxes, uh, are limited as, as much as possible as well. So we're really looking to, to be there as a resource for you and help you achieve those goals that you're looking to achieve. And I'll put my information in the chat as well. So it's there. So thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for being here. Next we have Rick with Blink Lending. Hey
2: everybody. Thanks for uh, coming out on this Saturday morning. Really appreciate it. And, um, you know, my name is Rick Stiegel with Blink Lending. I've been in the mortgage industry for about 15 years and You know, as we've heard everybody's why for doing this, um, it really is real estate is the greatest wealth builder. Um, It's provided me with just freedom. And I, you know, I get to do a lot of fun things and I I get to interact with a lot of great people and I get to help people achieve their dream of financial freedom. And it's something that I just really enjoy. Um, At Blink Lending, we're a unique lender. We have access to private money slash hard money. And then we have access to your conventional uh, to your conventional Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA type loans, um, we offer just about every product available. Um, whether you're trying to buy, um, whether you're trying to buy your first rental house, or whether you're trying to flip a house, um, we can help you out. We have our products. Or start with what we like to call our our uh, capital builder, which is you're wondering where you're going to get money to buy your houses. Well, if you currently own a house with a little bit of equity, we can refinance it and take advantage of the equity you have in the house, get you some cash back, allow you giving you access to the capital to, to start investing in real estate. Um, we also have our 10 for 10, how to buy 10 houses in 10 months. We have access to, if you already have the cash and you don't want to utilize, uh, we have access to, to, um, to helping you achieve the birth strategy, buy, rehab, rent, refinance. Um, we can, you buy the house with our private money product, you rehab it, you rent it, then we refinance it into a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. Um, on the FHA side, if you currently are renting, you have the ability to buy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex as a primary residence with three and a half percent down payment. Um, you get to keep the rent, you get to use the income from the rents to help with your debt to income. And then you get to buy the house. And many of my clients who have completed that are usually living either, mortgage-free or they're paying about $200 to $300 a month to uh, on top of the rent that they're collecting to make the mortgage payment. So it's a really great product for anybody who is, you know, currently looking to, to jump in and, and you know, kind of kickstart your uh, portfolio. Um, we also have access to, if you have cash and you don't want to do the private money, hard money, we have access to delayed financing, which is where you use your cash, use your current capital that you have to buy a house, rehab it, and then we can refinance you into that, into a Fannie Mae 30 year fixed rate loan, uh, allowing you to, um, allowing you to use your cash to do all, to do all your uh, negotiating. And, and yeah, that's, that covers most of our products. We, um, and if you need any help, Give us a holler. Uh, also, if you just need to refinance, rates are super low right now. We have a product that has under, under 3% interest rates on refinances. Thank you very much.
0: All right, awesome. Thank you, Rick. I hope that's not too loud. Our neighbor is doing their lawn right now. <laughs> One the, of the joys of uh, working from home here. Um, so let me know if that's, if that's too bad. But thank you and Rick and Bill, I think are going to stick around. So there'll be time at the end where you can ask them questions as well. All right, next. uh, Marilyn, do you want to talk a little bit about Ambit Energy?
3: Sure, I have different hats, <laughs> and well, because I do real estate, and I'm I'm doing real estate full time, buying and selling houses. I joined uh, Ambid as a consultant, and um, I did it because somebody asked me. Actually, AJ, um, one of um, um, a vendor that we use, we had. Um, he asked me if um if I wanted to uh, save money in my electricity bill. And I say, no, because I've been hearing from Ambien forever. So I say, no, I don't want to just save money with my electricity bill. I want to make money with my electricity bill. So that's what I did. And every 15, I get um, passive income. Uh, which is very cool. And we get paid every Friday, every time somebody turns the electricity on and I turn my own houses on. Um, plus, I don't pay electricity. Uh, after a um, certain amount of clients that you have, you've got to have like 10 your electricity bill uh, is being paid or matched by AMBID. So if you have 10 clients and they are paying $200 average, uh, AMBID will give you a credit for $200 um, for that month uh, average. So that's, um, it's a lot of benefits being a consultant and also switching with us to um, and becoming um, an electricity client because you can get free electricity if you refer people. So I encourage you guys, if you want to learn more about Ambit, you can reach out to Becky, um, reach out to me. We can give you more information about it and, and perhaps just send us a copy of the bill and we will uh, give you a free estimate on if you can save money with, with this company.
0: Yeah, Kevin and I started doing Ambit um, because we saved sixty dollars a month on our first bill, and so uh, we wanted to help other people save money as well. So it is a great, great opportunity and earn a little passive income along with that. So yeah, do let uh, <clears throat> Kevin, I, or Marilyn know if you are interested in that, and we can give you all the information. All right. Today's event brought to you by Real Estate IQ and Sukasa. We are number one in deal finding, over 45,000 leads every month. Um, we do a bunch of webinars similar to this one and different from this one as well. And I'll be, we'll be showing you our new community portal that you will definitely want to join. It's going to be the new Facebook for real estate investors. And... Anybody that's involved in real estate. So here's a little quick uh, testimonial about what our clients are saying.
1: Andy Burt, Hi guys. They Hi. are with the Big Dog program, and they have been using our system for a couple of months. Yeah, uh, so, Julia and Andy, what do you guys? How do you guys like about Real Estate IQ? Well, we we love the uh, the CMA. Uh, we use that almost on a daily basis, and uh, I think Julia would agree with me that we've double checked and cross checked the information that we get out of the CMA uh, with the professionals, which we are not. Oh, my God. And they're pretty well right every time. That's fantastic. And what about the lead generation tools?
3: Oh yeah, well that's priceless. But we don't
0: want to talk about that because we don't want people get to know about it too much. Because it's a real <laughs> deal machine.
1: <laughs> and that's a that's a fantastic one. Thank you so much,
4: Julia uh, and Andy. Thank you. But no, chips. we really
0: appreciate it. Uh, we don't think uh, I, to be
3: honest with you, looking after now four or five months, and after four months we are in into the program. Um, I don't think it so would be as possible for us to be where we are today if we would not have you tool
1: Without that tool. Without
3: right. u So you tool is absolutely um central piece to us in our beginning of success. We believe we're going to be very successful and that's what we're working towards. But I don't see our success uh, without your tool, uh, I really
0: appreciate you guys what you're doing. I can imagine there's a lot of time and work you put into a lot of effort and resources. And um, to be honest, even if I'm complaining that it's too expensive, it's actually worth the money.
1: <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Yulia. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. you. And we'll keep adding more products to help you guys keep growing your business. Thank you. Thank you. Chris. Do, do Thank so, you.
3: please. Thank you. May- Okay.
1: Yes. Hi, guys. Uh, And
4: that's just two of many. So...
0: um, where you hear stories like that all the time. Um, So, Kevin and I are going to get into some of the stuff today, um, but we're not going to have time to go through everything that our software can do and how you can use it. So, if you would like a one-on-one deal-finding training and demo of our software, all you have to do is say yes to the poll that's going to come up right now. and. Uh, Somebody will contact you, set that up for you at your convenience.
4: And the cost is nothing for that. It's free. It just costs you about 45 minutes of your time. And so um, we'd love to have you sign up for a demo, and they'll take you further into um, what Real Estate IQ can do for you.
3: And I I just want to say something that um, Real Estate IQ is the tool that I use in daily basics to get deals. Uh, I know we're going to go through preferred crushers today, how to convert those into rentals. I have done flips on free preferred crusher, And those are coming from, from the leads I get from Real Estate IQ. So might as well check it out.
4: Thank you.
0: Thanks, Marilyn.
3: All right. So what we're <coughs> going to
0: do today is we're going to find a property. Um, and we're going to show how you can do a comps analysis of it using our fast CMA tool, and then we're going to show you how you can calculate your maximum allowable offer, or MAO. Uh, So the basic rule of thumb for this is 70% of the ARV. So ARV stands for after repair value. So the Most important number when you're looking at a property is what is that property going to be worth after it's fixed up? And so you wanna take 70% of that and then subtract the repairs. So why 70%? Uh, That leaves 30%. So are you thinking that means I'm gonna make 30% profit? No. That means you're going to make on average uh, 14 to 16% profit. So the rest of that is going to get eaten up by closing costs. Uh, you know, costs with the title company, things like that. Holding, holding costs.
4: costs. Yeah, <laughs> holding costs. You know, you you have to keep the electricity on and the water. Um, those are those are two important things for your contractors, so they can get in and do the work um, that they need to do.
0: You have to get uh, insurance in case the property burns down or something like that. Uh, Your lender's going to want to be protected and you're going to want to be protected. And also that you're going to have to pay interest on the money that you use. So all of those costs eat up about 15% of that. So that leaves you 15% profit. So if you buy for higher than 70%, those costs aren't going to change. It's only your profit that's going to go down. So this is a way to protect yourself from unexpected things that might come up. Or if you're gonna turn around and wholesale it to somebody else, you'd wanna subtract your wholesale fee from that amount so that they would have that 70% and get an, have enough profit in there to make it a good deal for your buyer as well. So we're gonna to go to our off-market leads and these are updated daily mm-hmm. directly from the courthouses. If you had to buy them separately, it would cost you a lot of money. <laughs> um, so this is our, I think I clicked on the wrong one. Go to our regular, here it is. So this is the email that I get every day, and Marilyn gets. <laughs> and I get it.
4: <laughs> so uh, it, it's, uh, it's it's great because um, Monday through Friday, you get these emails and uh, um, they have everything you need on, on the off-market leads. Um, so starting with probate and heirship, uh, you know, it's, it's a person who's passed away, the, the decedent is that person, and then the grantee is the person who inherits um, the asset. And so it goes through, and I'll show you an example of, of these when we uh, go along, but anyway, probate and heirship, um, you get the pre-foreclosure list, of course, and right now the auctions haven't started up. I think auction.com is doing um, a lot of things right now, but uh, other than that, the um, like the, the county auctions have not, have not started yet, and so um, we may be looking into August for those, um, but what's going to happen in the pre-foreclosure list is everything's piling up right now, and so um, we feel like there's going to be a very large list um, that is going to be coming up in, in the in August, September, October. Those months are going to be be huge um, all the way through the end of the year. Um, appointment of substitute trustees. A lot of people don't know this list, and it's a real important list because it's kind of a pre pre foreclosure list, and uh, what what that means is that. Um, the trustee um, that's at the auction that comes to the auction to to foreclose on the house has to be appointed prior to that pre-foreclosure list. And so sometimes it's giving you another four to six weeks um, prior to that pre-foreclosure coming out. And so it's it's always important to be um, either the first one at the door, the first one on the phone call, the first one to email, the first one to text. However, you decide to get out and reach out to those people on those on those lists, um, it's important to be be as the the first the first one <laughs> as best as you can. And so, that appointment of substitute trustees list will give you an advance notice of those people that are going to be coming up on the pre foreclosure list. Evictions is another list that we have, and um, that is um, really what you're looking at. Are not the the tenants in there, but the, the actual landlord. And so sometimes Becky and I have gone into um, look at look at houses, and there's been spray paint on the wall, and the cabinets have been torn out, and the sinks are broken, and it's, the house is just in shambles because the people were ticked off, and they. Um, they, they did damage before they left. And so maybe that landlord is tired. Maybe that landlord is, is out of state and um, doesn't want to deal with it anymore. So that could be a situation with evictions. You also have landlords that maybe during this time, especially during the COVID time, um, just aren't sure if they want to keep the property and are ready to sell it. And so, those are things where you want to, the evictions list, you want to contact the landlord directly, and, and that information is, is in there. I
3: um, should be
4: did you want to say something, Marilyn?
3: I say that I am probably in that list. I'm evicted. Yeah. Leans, <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Yeah. laughs> um, maybe somebody, um, these are all people, of course. Everybody in these listings are in distress. Of some sort, and maybe um, somebody slapped, uh, or maybe somebody got sick and um, weren't able to pay their hospital bills, and so there's the hospital put a lien on their property. Mechanics liens. Um, let's say a person really wants their their kitchen done, um, but maybe didn't have the money or got ticked off at the contractor and um, something happened and they, they had their kitchen redone and then didn't pay the contractor and the contractor slapped a lien against their house. And so those are types of liens that, uh, and I'm forgetting one. HOA liens. Yeah, HOA liens, that's a big one because the HOAs um, in Texas can actually foreclose on a house. And so um, those ones are, are, are nice ones to find. Um, tax sales. So the tax sales, um, are kind of like, uh, uh, first of all, it's kind of like the pre foreclosure list. And so the delinquent tax list is like the pre foreclosure list at the auction. Um, as I, as I think about it and what that one does is it, it kind of shows you that people are in trouble with their taxes. And then what happens is those people wind up going to the tax sale. Yeah, and then those are, those are auction items, too, and those haven't been in place.
0: Actually, I'm no. um, not sure about other areas, but Harris County had a foreclosure auction at the beginning of June, and they're going to have another one at the beginning of July. So they're not doing the auctions for the mortgage foreclosures, and in fact, they just extended that um, through, ooh, was it August, the end of August or the end of right. September? But they just extended the moratorium on evictions and foreclosures. But they're still having the tax sales, so at least in Harris County, for sure. So these are people that could lose their home at the beginning of July.
4: Which is sad, because everybody's expecting that uh, they get a little break break right now. Code violations. So, people that um, have a lot of junk sitting out in front of their house, I guess. Or haven't mowed the lawn. Um, in mowed a long the lawn. Time. Sometimes those fall under the, mo- a lot of that falls under HOA.
0: It depends on the location um, of the property. Yeah. If, either if it's an HOA, they do it, that's separate. These are areas that don't have HOAs. Um, so, then the city moves in and tries to keep things looking nice. So uh, these are those properties that are probably vacant, or else if there is somebody living there, maybe something happened and they're not able to take care of the property anymore and they don't think they have any options. So helping them move out might be a good thing for them.
4: And loan modifications, we know that, um, um, and there's a high percentage of these that fail. Right, So people will go to their banks. They'll get a loan modification. Um, they'll get it maybe tacked on to the, the end. Um, and, sometimes, and Sometimes. Sometimes if, if, if it works out. Otherwise, the bank usually ups, ups uh, their mortgage payment. And so let's say they were paying $1,200 a month and the bank ups it to $1,500 a month. They feel like they're bailed out. Um, but they weren't able to pay $1,200 a month. How are they going to pay $1,500 a month at this point? And so um, they get billed out for a short amount of time, and then all of a sudden they wind up on the pre-foreclosure list again. And so we know that there's a high percentage of these that that fail, and I think it's over 80% at this point. Um, and the last one we have the last list we have is divorce and um, I haven't really attacked this one yet it's a good list um, if you're willing to get into it, um, but I just don't I don't want to get into a triangle <laughs> um, so that's why I've been a little bit of afraid. but um, we've had uh, customers that have been very successful at this list, and so um, it may be something that you want to look at. An attack one of the nice things that i really like about real estate iq in comparison to some of the other companies out there is that we send these lists by email every single day all of the lists we don't all cart them out we don't make you pay um for example um some some of the um local places here in houston will charge you um over, you know, like $50 a month for that pre-foreclosure list. And then if you want um, the, the probate list or another list, they tack on another $25 and it's at $75 at that point. And, and it can cost you up to, you know, two $300 for just the list that we're offering you. So keep that in mind as, as we talk about this. Because I think that's a real important point. You get every single one of these lists every single day, Monday through Friday. And um, they're updated every 24 hours. So we're going to jump in and we're going to go into August, I think.
0: So notice we have all of these lists. We usually have about uh, three months worth. Uh, We have more right now because the April auction didn't happen. Then there were filings for the May auction and that didn't happen and they just keep adding filings. So we give you all of them. So if you go back to the April list, some people might have worked something out or they're just biding their time, you know, trying to live for free as long as they can in their house if they're not able to pay, if they lost their job or whatever. So all of these Lists are potentially motivated sellers. So you want to go to August?
4: Yeah. So this is, this is what, uh, we're in Travis County. There's Houston. Um, so this is what our lists look like. Um, when you pull them up and, and the nice thing, uh, one of the features that I really like about it because I use the Becky and I use these lists prior to this, we were door knocking and, uh, with the COVID nineteen, um, we haven't been able to do that, and maybe we can get started back up here soon. Um, but uh, um, this is this is this is great because it comes in an Excel spreadsheet, and so what I can do is I can get in here and I can manipulate the information. I can sort or or I can filter by row and get the information that I need, um, and you know, when I first started out doing this, it's kind of funny, Becky will give me a hard time because I talk too much. But um, when I first started doing this, this list is so huge. And I was picking out properties all over the place and driving all over the place. And I, I, I you know, I would drive, um, you know, 45, 50 miles and, you know, only to get to a person's house and they, they, would either shut the door or not answer or whatever it was costing um, a lot in 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 gas and and it and and my time too and so i I came home and I just said, becky i I need to focus on just one one specific area right now, and so what we did is we um, we live in Katie, and so um, we attacked the katie Katie lists, and so I sort low row i um, Uh, I sort that and then I just pull up all the Katie properties and I can drop them down into a, I can download them into a different um, Excel file or a sheets file. I use sheets, um, but I can put them in sheets. And then I have my listings and I do it by zip code because there's a couple zip codes that are right near Katie that I want to hit too. And so as I, as I sort those, I can either sort it, I sort it by Katie and then I pick up those other and, and sort it, sort in those zip codes, and it, it works great. Anyway, we give you all the information when it was when it was put into our when it was put into the courthouse, when it was put into our system. Gives you the mortgager's first name, last name, um, and the property address. Of course, that's very important. Um, and I think as we're looking at this and what we're going to do today, the property address and uh, the square footage of the home are two of the columns that we really want to focus on. The other columns that I I want to show you um, are, uh, that would be row uh, S, or column S, and column T. Because what, um, and and I did this once, Um, I actually went and knocked on a door. um, For somebody that was, uh, had very low equity, like $154. Um, and that person, of course, called me right away because they needed, they needed help. And um, unfortunately, it was help that I could not give them. And so I think, that's, I think that's, a, that's a very important column to look at. You want to make sure that there's enough meat on the bone in order to make a deal with those people. And so I look at the estimated equity, and I try to stay... In um, the equity percentage line at, at 25% or higher. So 25% or higher in the equity percentage. And um, so we look down and you can see. And so when I sort, um, and like I said, when I filter the data, then I pull all those Katie homes out of there. And then I just start eliminating ones that are lower, um, lower in the percentage. Area. So 25% is my rule. It may be different for you. And we also have people that um, like to do uh, maybe a short sale in those situations where they are 25% or lower. Um, and that works for them. I've never done a short sale before. Mm-hmm. And so um, if, if you know how to do that, that's, that's, that would be something that you would want to look at those lower areas for.
0: Yeah, there are strategies for people with less equity, but when you're first starting out, it's easier to focus on the ones that have more exactly. equity. So remember that 70% rule that I talked about? Um, this is sort of close to that. Now, these are estimates because it's not public record exactly how much they owe on their loan, but it is public record what they started at. And we can guess at the interest rate based on the time they st- And so that's how we do the math to come up with this estimate of the equity. So we don't want to eliminate too many more because it could be different. It could say 25%, but by the time you actually run the comps, it is more like 30. It is more like that 30 or 35%.
4: And it is based on the assessed value of the home. Um, So that's, that's important. Um, I I think that's a good cushion as I look at it because, Mm -hmm you know that homes usually sell higher than what the assessed value is um, for that property. And so um, I feel like that's kind of a cushion in those those numbers, but it gives you a good idea. Uh, And of course, when Becky and I um, were door knocking, if we did get in and we we talked to the owner, um, we always asked if we could see a copy of their most recent mortgage payment. Um, mortgage statement mm-hmm. and then you have the exact numbers that you need and you can crunch them and figure out if it's going to be a good deal or not.
0: Yeah, because you want to help people out, but you have to make sure you can still make money doing it, unfortunately, so those, <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're financially able to just be philanthropic.
4: <laughs> so a lot of those columns that we just skipped over are, are the columns that um, help our database run the algorithm that it needs to, to crunch the, the numbers formulas for to, the formulas for those right. equity um, numbers and so you really don't need to focus on those as much um, but then it also gives you the legal description so if it goes to auction you know um, because if you go to an auction it's, uh, the properties are not based on the property address. They are based on the legal description and the lot numbers. And so that gives you automatic information. So if you have to, if you want to take the property to the auction and see if you can win it at the auction, um, it's right there for you. Um, It gives you the subdivision that it's in, it tells you if it's owner occupied or non owner occupied. So if it's non owner occupied um, and they're renting it out, say, um that uh you see that thomas hill is the owner of that and it gives you um his his address um, in boca raton florida all right so he's a long way away um the other thing that's important um is is this is where our regular list stops okay so this is our just our our um, our our regular pre-foreclosure list um, we also have a premium we also have a premium package um, that if you would scroll over on that one, it would start to give you a, uh, addresses or uh, email addresses up to five um, cell phone numbers five and landline landline numbers five mm-hmm. and so um, it's about you'll see um, if, if Becky goes to that page, um, you would see that. Uh, are you going to go there? You know. No? Okay. So <laughs> you can right see that if you if you do the demo, you can ask for that, and they can they can show you those. But anyway, that's kind of been helpful for a lot of our clients during COVID nineteen because they can't door knock, and you can you can get property information as far as cell phones and people text or they. Uh, they send text messages or they, they leave cell phone messages or, or whatever for the, for the people in hopes that they um, give them a call back.
0: It also has, uh, the premium list also has a family, close family member and their contact information. So if you can't get a hold of this person, you can try going to their family member and saying, hey, you know, this person's in trouble and I want to help so, okay, let's go ahead. We need equity. And pick, and pick one.
4: one. Want to find a good one with equity.
0: We could just do that top one.
4: 46.
0: And Katie. yeah, that's got a lot Which of equity in drive? it. And it's worth about two, assessed values 267. So we're gonna find out what this property is really worth. So we're going to take this address, if I can scroll over, which is not going for me. There we go.
4: Okay, so you can just copy the address. And then the other thing we want to keep in mind is that it is 3,000, about 3,000 square feet. So 3,064 square feet. You need to remember that. And it was built in 1999. So those those two two things we need to remember, 19 and 3064
0: Okay, so we're going to go to Real Estate IQ, and I'm going to go here to Fast CMA. So this MLS deal finder, uh, you could use to find properties that are listed on the market at a discount. So at, at that, you can look for that 30% or more that you want and uh, find houses that are listed for sale at that price, which are ones that will need that work. So right here, I'm going to go look up property, and I'm going to click, and I'm going to paste that in here. And this was Birch Point Drive in Katy. always need to select it so that it connects to the the Google geocoding. Um, Right here, this means this one was actually listed on the market and sold April 17th. So it's kind of interesting that this is on the August foreclosure list, Um, but we're just going to go with it. So uh, since it was on the market, the year built in square footage are already in here, so we don't have to worry about it. So property type single family, you could also do comps for a multifamily country home, townhouse, condo, or vacant lot, whatever you're looking for there. Uh, this is not a townhouse, so I'm going to unclick that, and I'm going to say find comparables.
4: Now, normally on a pre on, on, on a off market lead, the year built and the square footage would not show up um, right here, and that's why it's important to, to just write that down and and have that ready to go as you look at the as you as you drag and drop.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go run CMA.
4: There's a lot of houses in this area. I think it said 17 that were sold.
0: Yep. 17 sold. Three other active listings on the market. That's good to know, especially if you're thinking about flipping it. You kind of want to know what the competition is and what those are like and how much they're asking. Mm -hmm. There are eight leased comps. So if you want this as a buy and hold, you want to know how much it's going to rent for And non-active pulls up um, expired and terminated. So that's another source of off-market leads actually, is to contact those expired or terminated listings. Um, So back to the house here, I can see it on the map. And this is tied to Google Earth, so I can drag the little Google guy here and drop them on the property and check out the neighborhood. The star means that's our subject property. The one I clicked on. So you can see that this is a pretty, uh, homes look pretty well cared for in this area. That does not look like a 3000 square foot house to me, but maybe it goes back. It must go back. Further than it looks. It's a ranch. Um, But so you can tell, you know, there's, what. This will show you if there's bars on the windows and cars in the yard and that kind of stuff and tell you what kind of a neighborhood you're in as well. And so you can notice that these are all the sold properties, each of these little little bubble things. These dark blue ones are the ones that the computer chose as the best comps using our distance algorithm. So we also have a subdivision algorithm that's going to kind of put priority on choosing comps that are in the same subdivision. And go out a little further. But so the next thing I want to do is kind of look through these and see what kind of um, rehab is done. So I can look at the photos here. And here's the photos of my property. Again, if it wasn't listed on the MLS or hasn't been lately, there won't be pictures of it because uh, nobody's kitchen. been in there. This one doesn't look like there'd be much work. So if you're door-knocking on a pre-foreclosure, this would be a good one to get.
4: Those are wood floors.
0: Yeah. The old typical bathroom. So I can look at it this way, or if I click on it, then I can see them in larger high-definition. But yeah, those are nice wood floors. Looks like it's got granite countertops already. Maybe. Um, It's got a tile backsplash. Yeah, so this wouldn't need much work and it'd be ready to rent out or just put on the market if it hadn't just sold. (laughs) Um, And so then you can, from here, you can look at the comps and check out the other properties in the neighborhood and see how they've been fixed up. So that's especially important if you're gonna, if you're trying to fix and flip it because you wanna make sure you rehab to the neighborhood
4: go back i think those two maybe why they weren't picked is i think they were two-story homes and what we're looking at is a ranch and so yeah both of those mm-hmm. comps that weren't the computer didn't pick maybe one of the reasons why and it there there could be several reasons why it could be days on the market why the computer doesn't pick on um, those homes but um Anything in blue, remember, is, is one of the comps that the computer picked. And any, anything coming up in yellow is there's some reason why it didn't pick it. And so it, you kind of are doing due diligence in this process to figure out, hey, why didn't the computer pick it? And um, so what's, what's the deal? And maybe it's because it's a, a two-story home. And it's just searching out for the ranches yeah,
0: ideally, in the neighborhood. Ideally, you want, you, know, you want to compare apples to apples. So you want your, if you're looking at a one-story, you want your comps to be one-stories. Now, sometimes that's not possible because there just aren't any that have sold in the area. And so when that's the case, you have to make a slight adjustment because usually a one-story will sell at a slightly higher price per square foot than a two-story right next door.
4: And you're looking at beds and baths, of course, the same, same way. Um, you know, if they filled in the garage and made another room out of it, okay, that decreases the value of the home. And so you want to watch for those things. Um, filled in garages. Um, swimming pools are another money pit. And so you, you have to think about that if you're going to you know, you purchase a, a home with a swimming pool. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that can cost twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get those those things fixed or up and running.
0: Or if it's on a really busy street, you know, oftentimes you might want to subtract ten percent from that. But this takes the the sold comps that you agree are good and averages the price per square foot to come up with this price. So again, this is our important ARV number that we're looking for right here. Mm-hmm. So it helps us make our offer. So to, another thing to look at down here is all the MLS information about the properties. So here's the price per square foot. This is an important one. Um, I noticed that this is at 107, 104. This one's at 85. So it's very likely that this one has not been fixed up as nicely as these, you know, or maybe there's some other reason. So you kind of want to try to figure out what is pulling those down. Uh, the other thing that you want...
4: days on market or do you want, yeah, you want to go recency? First
0: recency. So notice how long, this is how many days ago these sold. So you want to be within six months, ideally within three months, but that's not always practical. But this one was only um, sold less than three months ago so that was during covid so that's a good a good information and then this is how many days it was on the market and this tells you here they started at 299.5 and they ended up selling it for 290. so they dropped the price down a little bit on that one so here's where you can compare the square footage the number of bed and baths stories, if it's got a pool, garage. If I click here, anything that is that with that plus sign is gonna give you more information. So I can go here and read the Realtor's remarks about it. So this one said, we need a quick sale, please bring all reasonable offers, no flooding. Yada yada, so you want the comps here to be, uh, to say like this one, newly renovated home because you're gonna be doing renovations, you're gonna be updating it if you're flipping, Um, and so you wanna compare it against homes that have been updated like that. So I can scroll through and check out all these comps and see if I agree with the computer. This one's a two-story, so it might, it's not ideal for what we want, but we might not have many choices, so So, subdivision is another important thing in much of, uh, in a lot of parts of Texas and Houston, especially. So, this one is a lower price per square foot. So, we might want to find out why. So, this says uh, low tax rates. The water heater's been replaced. The disposal was, game room, kitchen, breakfast are open. It doesn't say much about the conditions. So I might think maybe six is a comp that I want to use, but I would go to the photos and scroll down here to number six and check it out. It
4: needs paint.
0: Yeah, so see how this still has laminate countertops and uh, the white appliances with the old cabinets. So this one has not been updated at all. And so mine is in a nicer condition, so that's possibly why this one was not chosen. But those are the kind of things that you want to think about. If I decided that I wanted to include this, I would check this box. And I can do that on either screen. And then when I go back up here, it automatically adjusts this sold price when you do that. So once I feel comfortable, I've looked at all these comps, decided which ones are the best to use. I'm gonna go here to my investment summary and I'm gonna put in the numbers that I have. So going back to the pre-foreclosure list, it says their estimated unpaid balance of the loan Is about 144 to round it out. So then, if I come back here, you know, I'm going to give them some money. Maybe I can give them 20,000 and I'm going to get it for 164. That would be a 49% discount and a 1.6 rental index. So that, can tell, that tells me that that would definitely be a really good deal. So you can play around with this and say, okay, well, what if I get it for that, but I'm gonna put 10,000 into it and change it to 174 and run the numbers on it. So this is one, if you could get it at this price, uh, Rick would definitely give you a loan on that as mm-hmm. a rental or as a flip because it's got that extra equity into it. So you can use this to just play with the numbers and decide on your actual offer. So based on this sold price, if, if I you know didn't know how much they owed or whatever, I'm gonna say just round it to 323. I'd go times 70% be two twenty six minus repairs. Maybe let's ten thousand. Ten thousand. So two sixteen would be my maximum offer on that property. So you could, you know, give the homeowner whatever they need as long as you stayed at that number. Or if you are going to wholesale it, you know, maybe take five thousand off of that for your wholesale fee.
4: When you're all finished with this and you have the numbers exactly where you want to, you can go up to the report and share button. And um, that will give you a very nice report to give to your banker, your loan officer, um, your broker, whoever it is um, that you're working with for the money um, to share with them exactly all the information that you know about the property. And so you can see how detailed it is. It goes down and... goes through the, all the sold properties. Now and these, and you, you can adjust that at the top of the screen. And so you can say, I only want the report to include the sold properties.
0: Um, I don't want the non-active in it.
4: Right. What, what You can click on any of those buttons and decide what the, what the report includes.
0: And these are only the sold comps that we left checked. Because remember, there was 17 of them. These are the ones that were checked that were used in the calculation of this price. So you can, they'll see only what you want them to see. Here's the other active listings, the leased comps, and then all the photos are down here. Now, if you go for our MLS deal finder and you are looking for those properties listed on the market below value, you can uh, choose to get an email whenever a property that meets your criteria comes on the market and if you do that it's going to look exactly like this report so you can quickly decide is it one you want to look into more and maybe make an offer on or not what you're looking for and not waste your time on it based on what you see here if
4: you run through our demo um, it's going to take you um, through all of the categories at the top of the screen and so you see we're on fast CMA um, they'll be able to show you MLS deal finder which will find properties across the area that you that you that you want it could be a city it could be by zip code it could be um, um, by by county the
0: whole, area. the whole
4: metro area you can you can find as many properties and what that does is it you're able to funnel properties down um, where you can go like 20 to 30 um, 40 I've even done 50% below market value. And, and it'll it'll sit those properties down, um, funnel them down, and narrow them down for you um, by what you know the best properties are in the area. And we one have, of, go ahead.
0: I was to say one of those one of the things that Marilyn teaches is how to make offers on those properties.
4: Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we also have county data finder, which is kind of a big. It's a it's a it's a mass. Um, data field which allows you to um, do a lot of uh, like for a person that might do mass mailings this is a great thing it also has all the tax information in it um do you want to expand on that so you
0: can pull a list of properties from the tax records that are um maybe absentee owners out out of of state. state owners you can make sure they have equity you could look for say um small apartments or multifamily properties in an area. So if you're going to do like Rick was talking about with the Burr method, you could look for multifamily properties that are smaller that you might be able to purchase and, and start doing that, that FHA uh, thing where you move into half of it and live very cheaply. And like so I you said, can find we, those there
4: too. You know, we focused on the, uh, fast CMA and the off market leads today. But certainly during the demo, you'll be able to see all of these features, including our tools and services. And so we have a deal analyzer where you can run the deal and the numbers from um, point A to point B to point C all the way through um, to find out exactly where your numbers are and where the money is going. And uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's it's a great tool to use. We have a repair estimator that you can – Um, go to and um, it will allow you to say well what do I need do I need a roof do I need how many how many outlets do I need in the house how many windows do I need Um, certain things like that and you can plug all those numbers in and it will give you um, within 10% I think um, a good estimate on what your repairs are going to be for that we have on-demand skip tracing, which I think we have a slide for that later, don't we? Uh, maybe when we get to that <laughs> um, if we get to that on-demand skip tracing. Um, this is a public thing, so you, anybody you don't you don't have to be a member of Real Estate IQ to use it. You just go to our public website and it'll uh, go to on-demand skip tracing, and it will you can buy skip tracing. Uh, Say you have five addresses that you want, that's going to cost you $5. The next category is um, you you can have 75 um, addresses that you plug in and give to us. Within 24 to 48 hours, we'll get back to you. But for $75, I think it's, or 75 properties, it's $25 for that next stage. And it just keeps going up. You know, it gets cheaper the more properties that you have to to go through that. And then, of course, um, we have classes and events, and I think Becky's going to want to jump into our our community portal here and show you exactly what that is. And and you can see all our events and classes on that too.
0: Yes. So this is our regular website, realestateiq.co. So if you haven't been there yet, you can do it real quick right now on your phone while you're watching this on your computer. Uh, but go to realestateiq.co, and we've got some things at the top here. So the first one is our community that I want to show you. Um, so we have community groups that you can join. So this is going to be our new Facebook for real estate investors. And so the first thing you want to do is go up here and sign up, because it won't say Becky Carmingo when you log in. Mm-hmm. So go there and sign up, and then you can join our groups. And uh, Jeff just put the link to that in the chat for you, if you'd like to click on it that way. But so I have a couple groups. I have women in real estate. So if you're female, please join that one. Um, I have a Houston deal finders lounge that we do. And this is where uh, you can get the recording of today's webinar. If you go here in a day or two, probably by Monday, they'll have the recording of it here so you can go and uh, look back at anything that you want to. And Marilyn has a group as well, don't you Marilyn? Oh, she stepped away. Uh, Jeff, do you know what Marilyn's group is called? Well, I guess we'll come back and get that for you. So uh, do join our community, look through our groups, Join groups on whatever you're interested in. Um, it's just going to be a really great, great place for you to network now when you can't network in Absolutely. person. It's also a great place. Our marketplace is where you can find services that you need. So education, you can find Marilyn there and her teaching that she does and mentors. Uh, funding, so you can go here and find lenders like Rick and Blink Lending. Vendors is going to give you other services you need, like bills, financial advisors, contractors, title companies, all those other kind of things that you might need for your business. And uh, notes is if you want to passively start being the bank and investing in real estate that way. And then here's where you can find out about our upcoming events. So please come here to our community. And explore and explore that's right join it join some groups that sound interesting um we're trying to get this going it's not really big yet but it's going to get there for sure so join and and help us get there and down the road it's definitely going to be some great benefits for you and your business
4: Can, can they join can they uh create a group no Okay, so there we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you have a business, if you have a business that you want to advertise to investors, you can go to the marketplace and add a listing for your business.
4: There we go. That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. So you can just go here, click plus add listing, and you can put all the information in there. So as Kevin said, do play around with that, explore. And it looks like Marilyn stepped out. So I think um, if you have any questions for us, please uh, put them in the chat while we're waiting, or if you need to run and take a quick restroom break, you can do that right now while we're waiting for Marilyn. There she is. There she is.
3: <laughs> oh mute. I'm sorry. Um, well, no, you're fine. I, th-
4: I think we're ready to make that transition though. Awesome. Uh, so Good and idea. we can Good open job. it up at we can open it up at the end for a little question and answer.
3: All right, perfect. I'm excited. I can't wait. Real estate is my thing. <laughs> so I love it. Um, So today we're going to be talking about how to create good rentals and how to create um, passive income and also flip houses on pre floor crushers or floor crushers and that's very exciting. I don't know if you guys, I heard something about my group or something and I don't know uh, what it was but I am in Facebook. And you can check me on Facebook. Uh, you can actually, you have to follow me because I cannot accept my friends. I have like 6,000 friends already. But you can just follow me on Facebook under Marilyn Phipps. And I also have um, uh, uh, real estate, I have Sukasa Deals on, also on, on, on Facebook, and I have Sukasa University. And I use the three to post different things. So anyway, just follow me there in Facebook. Um, and let me see. Do you offer any mentoring for new investors? Yes, I do. I actually, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you all about it. I, I do two kind of trainings. I, I actually, one of my trainings is going to start next uh, month in July and that's a four weeks training. And I do also one-on-one coaching. So if you want more information, I listed my phone number here, somewhere in this text, I'm going to release it just in case, but you send me me an email and then we can talk about it. Or I'll send you all of you information about my training and my coaching. Um, that i just posted my email and my phone number so let's talk about so money and how to make and profit uh actually real estate iq is i'm being doing these trainings with them for a while and and I do it because they are the one who actually give me the leads. Um, I was using other softwares, but this one is actually the best for me. And the reason why it's the best for me is because if you saw that spreadsheet that they opened, man, that thing is really good, right? Um, so they put the, the phone number. I think you can skip trace it and receive the list that is already skip traced. Um, So today we're gonna learn how to use those leads and how to convert that into a good rental or into a go-flip, okay? So pre-floor crushers are really good uh, because obviously, especially during this time, unfortunately, um, you know, every time something happened in Houston, um actually on instead of real estate going lower and down, actually it is like people start selling more houses. Like if uh, it flooded or if it's um um also, you know, if it floods or if it's uh during this time coronavirus, I have captured and make um good money and, and a lot of people is just selling. So you guys are here for a treat because you are at the right place at the right time. Let me see how I share my computer so you can um, see what I'm doing here in my computer. If you have any questions, go ahead and send them to me um, while I'm looking here. Let me, okay, so this is my computer and i am going to open here in my end uh some of the things so you guys can see this is my website sukasa-usa.com. and if you actually want to receive our emails you can subscribe down here where it says investors but also a real estate iq is going to give me your names and phone number and your leads so we can um get you uh every time we have a deal a house that we wanna sell we blast it out uh so so far um who i am i started five years ago and no actually seven seven years ago doing real estate investing and I do trainings like you say you see here I start doing trainings um, the, the year, year um, like after my first year, but my first year I did uh wholesaling and wholesaling only. The reason why is because I was single mom, I didn't have money, I was broke, and I didn't know um, pretty much I needed an opportunity and, and I didn't have money to invest. So I started with wholesaling and I started selling, a uh, lot of wholesale deals and my first year I make 150 thousand just doing wholesaling and wholesaling only. So uh after my first year I bought my first rental and I we have about 30 houses between me and my husband, or probably more, not sure how many, but um it's about that, and then we're being flipping houses. Uh right now I'm selling a couple of my rentals. Uh, just to capture the equity or the the value that the property has acquired since I bought it. And so real estate is actually blooming right now. It's crazy. Um, wholesaling, I've been getting a lot of motivated sellers and leads for people who want to sell their home. And also i am being getting um, People that wants to buy, because I'm flipping houses as well, uh, or selling my rentals, I'm being getting offers on those houses. Um, I also had a, a house that my tenant moved out, which is this one here, I'm going to show you really quick. I listed on the MLS, but I'm going to take it out of the MLS, and this is a, a house that I have in Galveston. And I was there for the last two weeks, so my tenant moved out on uh, the end of May. And and actually, um, I I am going to check with Rick to refinance this one, because um, this one is a house that is being with me for five years. And you're good, you're gonna do the loan for me here? <laughs> yes, awesome. indeed,
2: and after this COVID, I may want to try and buy it from you.
3: (laughs) Oh, yes, man. I'm telling you, I decided to keep it because um, one of my students said uh, Airbnb is, is booked. It's all booked throughout July. I'm like, really? What do you mean? And she's like, I'm being looking for a house because I was in the house and I was having calls with her and I was talking to her and she's like, I'm trying to look for a place to go uh, for Father's Day with my husband, and I haven't found anything. And I'm like, really? So I did a test, okay? And this is a house that you see that it needs a little bit like the wood here I need to uh, replace. And then there is need some siding work. Uh, But it's nothing than that, it's a nice house. Uh, so, so my tenants move out, they were, uh, here for a year. And then I have all of this furniture on the downstairs uh, bedrooms. So I put the furniture again, and guess what? My freaking house is rent throughout July. (laughs) I'm like, what? It's just, I put it a week ago. I'm not kidding. (laughs) So I'm like, man, this is awesome. Um, I went from I have um, a tenant, I'm paying twenty five hundred dollars a month, and and now Airbnb. I just started. Uh, actually, my first guest came yesterday, and I'm being doing the last details. I bought new furniture. I got you know some things that I needed to 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 do and whatever, and and um on instead of getting this. $2,500. This month, I'm going to get $3,000. And just for the last month, the last two weeks. Uh, and then on, on July, I, I am all booked. So it's $14,000. <laughs> Can you believe Ooh, wow. it? Wow. <laughs> I'm That's like,
2: amazing. Dude. I hear a lot of good Airbnb stories like that.
3: Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And so I was about to sell my, how you call it, my golden eggs, the, the thing that produces the gold, golden eggs.
2: The golden egg. Um,
3: yes. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, uh, told my husband, you know what, let, let me just refinance because the story with this uh, is that my uh, lender, he was a private lender, he passed away uh, on December. And so his family took over and they want to, for me to sell it or, you know, refinance or do something because they don't want to hold that, the loan. Uh, So, so yes, I'm looking for a loan, Rick. (laughs) Uh, So, so yes, I'm just finishing some of the things with my taxes, some income and loss statements so I can start uh, the process of refinancing. But what do you think you can do for me on a loan, actually? You, you can you're, be good, right? Um, what interest rate do you guys have, and what's the deal with that?
2: If we can get it done as a second house, you'll get primary you'll, – you'll get interest rates closer to primary um, residence interest rates, which are in the low threes to high twos. Um, if we go investment property, then we'll be in the mid-fours, mid to high fours.
3: Okay. That's what I'm hearing. So what my my best bet is did this property to myself from my LLC because it's owned by my LLC. What we, t- we
2: we do all that during the process. So you don't need to do anything by your, on your own. We'll we'll do it with title and we'll get them to uh, we'll get them to, to do the paperwork the week before we close.
3: Awesome, awesome. Can you talk a bit, a little bit about your rental products? I, I am going to get my plug because I don't have battery, and I okay. am four percent. I'll be right Go back.
2: So on our rental side, um, if you're a first-time renter, there is a fifteen percent down payment program um, that you can do on your very first rental. It does have mortgage insurance, and it is very expensive. So the property. Would have to be a little. Would have to be more of a home run type property, um, but you know, for standard investors, it's twenty percent down. We can use projected rent from the property, um, and then, and yeah, and then interest rates are you know four and a half would be a really great rate. We catch the market right, and most of my clients on a single unit investment property are ending up in that four point eight seven five to five and eight. 5.125%, and that's fixed rates for 30 years so that you can, you know, you can maintain that cash flow on that property as long as you want.
3: Okay. So, what if I have 20% of equity position on the property? Uh, do you still have to require the 20% down or no?
2: So, in refinances, when you own the property, we appraise the property. And then if the property appraises for you know, four hundred thousand. Then we can lend you three hundred and twenty thousand, or or we typically do seventy five percent. So we would usually lend you about three hundred thousand on that um, because you get a big interest rate break when you go from twenty percent equity to twenty five percent equity. But we can go as high as eighty. We can go as high as eighty percent loan to value, which is where your loan amount is eighty percent of the appraised value.
3: Okay. All right. Well, I got to talk to you. What are your requirements for that? And what do you require?
2: So most of our standard requirements are going to be two years tax returns, two months bank statements, one month worth of pay stubs, driver's license, social security card. Okay. And then we'll need some information on any properties that you own in your personal name.
3: Okay, so two years of that return. What if uh, 2019, I haven't done 2019, I'm finishing 2018 because something happened with that. I transfer from one um, accountant to another, So, but I'm pretty much done with 2018. Uh, 2019, I think we still have an extension, right?
2: Yes, so 2019, we don't require, absolutely require them until October 15th when the extension process is over 2018 we would have to wait till those are uh finished and up at the irs
3: okay and do you have any application or something
2: yes um i have a uh, i can text you a little business card and it'll take you to my website where my for my online secure uh, application process
3: okay well this is also to help you guys to understand a little bit of process of getting into rentals and you know having to use rick to help you yeah. But
2: free to reach out even if you have questions you don't have to have a house ready to go a lot of my clients we work with for about three months um you know just getting them qualified and getting everything taken care of so you don't come to me before you start looking for a house not after
3: yes definitely i'm very interested on, on doing this one and seeing the process with you um It shouldn't be that hard because I already have my taxes, 2018. So if anybody's looking for a place to get out of the city and rent it out from me, you can go to Airbnb and you can put Jamaica Beach. And um, it's going to put up $300, below $300, uh, because this one I'm renting it for $270-something dollars something A night, but then Airbnb charges because the 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 rent over there is about three hundred, so it's gonna be about three hundred dollars a night, and you can come here with your family, fish, and actually right in front of the house there is some crabs that you can catch uh, because it's canal front. You just put the crash at the crab casher and you will have at least five crabs the next day on each. Casher, so it's very nice <laughs> i know because i do that every time i go there so uh Airbnb would um the whatever days you're thinking but i only have like five days left for july it's it's amazing uh, august is still open so and i change all the furniture i change all the bedding so if people is more comfortable staying in this in this uh, house, but this is what happens when you do a lot of real estate. I mean, I was not planning to own a vacation rental at all. Uh, it just happened because I bought it thinking I was gonna flip it, and then next thing I know, I kept it for I'm um, being having it for five years and uh, a few other uh, time more more years to go since uh, Airbnb is paying so well. Um, Literally, you can make, uh, there is people who's charging $400 a night. So maybe you want to get into the real uh, Airbnb business um, in Galveston because it's blooming right now. (laughs) So anyway, um, that's for that. But how I convert uh, pre-floor crushers into uh, good rentals. uh, So pretty much those houses are already with a loan. And so you just need to take over the existing mortgage, and and so who owns the house is is could be different than the person who owns the loan. Okay, so, and I do flips, and I do um, also rentals out of um, pre-floor crushers by taking over the existing mortgage. Okay, it's uh, subject to the existing finance. That's um. Pretty much what I do when i when I do uh, go through preferred crushers, so they say that the people who is more motivated. Is the ones that already move out of the house, like the people who actually is still living in the house, they still having that um, attachment to the property, and they still feel like, okay, we're gonna make it happen, or they they could refinance somehow, or they something is gonna happen, or that uh, they are having that house. Even though it's in the preferred crusher list, they mean if they're still living in the house, they might not be totally ready to give you the deed. And so what you're looking when you are going after pre-floor crushers is for somebody to deed the property to you and you start making the mortgage and the monthly payments. And by the way, I'm open for questions. If you guys have any, Um, you can send me any questions about the Airbnb or business or about uh, the rental business or anything about How to Take Over Somebody Existing Mortgage. I can go ahead and and help you here, okay? So don't be shy and and send those questions here. So um, I'm just gonna give you a really quick Uh, understanding on what you do when you are talking to someone who's going to a for purchase and they move out of the house. You can drive by the house. Um, Right now is everything that I'm doing and wholesaling is is it's a great business because wholesaling helped me to um, get the money monthly to be able to buy houses and hold them and, and and actually do flips because obviously when you are flipping a home or you are renting or you're getting a loan you're taking over a mortgage and so you need to pay those months and have those monthly costs so if you take someone existing mortgage it's the same thing you're going to have to take over that mortgage and so you gotta probably if they are behind like ten thousand dollars you're gonna have to um chances are is that you're gonna have to go ahead and, and 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 start paying or pay whatever that person is behind and you are going to start uh doing also um taking over uh, You're you gonna pay whatever is behind and pay, pay the mortgage as well. So let me see if I, I am. Um, let me check here something. I'm going to pass here this uh, PowerPoint really fast. So if you guys have any questions, how to buy under uh, the existing mortgage, okay? There is a deed, there is a warranty deed, and a deed of trust. So those are the documentations. The deed is a writing document which transfers the title or ownership, okay, of the property. And I am going to give you this and, and try to explain to you very quickly. Um, is a deed to a real property which guarantees, like the warranty deed guarantees that the seller owns a clear title, okay? So these three are three different concepts. And the deed of trust is a document it is a document that um, uh, the real estate property or mortgagee um, do to give you that title to, uh, for you to obtain title. So the deed is actually what you need to take over somebody's house or mortgage. And if you are going to the preferred foreclosure list, uh, I think Real Estate IQ, they were very good to explain to you how to use that list. Uh, they are very detailed, and that's what I like about Real Estate IQ. They are very detailed and very organized because they tell you how much they own on the property, the potential seller, is um, owning like uh, what's the loan amount, how much is the interest rate, and all of that is uh, they are telling you on that spreadsheet and you just need to go after the ones that you think that they are good deals. And also you, you wanna make sure that um, this property doesn't have uh, too much, they're not taking, uh, like, um, a property that isn't, doesn't have any equity or it's not a good rental. If you take somebody existing mortgage, you don't have to get pre-qualified, uh, with the lender. We're just taking over the deed and in exchange, you can get some little money to the to the, to the, um, seller. For example, this is a promissory note. The promissory note is what you promise to the bank that you're gonna pay. Um, that's pretty much what that means. And so so, what is a subject to? Okay, subject to means the process of purchasing real estate that has an existing mortgage in place. Okay, there is a obviously uh convenient to do this because you don't have to get pre-qualified just need to take somebody and who's who's gonna do that for you right um you're saying well who's gonna give me the title of the prop the, their property it has to be somebody that is very highly motiv- motivated to do this it's not like uh everybody's gonna jump and say oh okay um marilyn let me give you my property no it has to be somebody who is behind the payments that they are very aware that this property is going to go to floor crusher unless something happens and they pay 10 15 twenty thousand. They are that they are behind and if they don't have the money and obviously these people these people who are going through a divorce people who's going through a uh you know they have Uh, somebody, you know, different, lose their jobs, different situations that can happen in life for them to get behind into the existing mortgage. Um, So you're going to come in and you're going to present an awesome solution and is putting that mortgage current in exchange of the title, right? So it means to purchase and acquire the, the property subject to the existing finance. Um, it's a great technique uh, when it's done correctly. So, in an uh, assumption, like there is a guy that I know that they do a lot of Airbnbs. Um, so, he's my neighbor actually. He just moved here and he told me that i am been doing subject twos. And, but he, say, he he's telling me that he goes and asks the, the seller to do owner finance with the same um, terms that they have on the property so you can do it two different ways okay you can just go ahead and get the property and your name and do it subject to the existing finance um, and just pay let's say they are behind ten thousand that's your money that you're gonna have to pay to this person to be able to um, you know, take over this existing uh, um, mortgage and 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 pay the bank so you don't have to face floor crusher and you put it you put the mortgage in current status or once you pay those ten thousand dollars they are behind. So so now the property is in good standing and you can rent it because the deed is in your name. You just need to hire an attorney. This is gonna be a title company that is investor friendly. They have attorneys and they can, you can ask them to put their uh, that you are taking over the existing mortgage and put the title in your name. That's as simple as that. Okay, so you can just go ahead and, and do that. And the benefits is that you have a long-term finance in place if you take over somebody's existing mortgage. When um, it's little to no money out of pocket, you can structure those deals where, uh, let's say, you take somebody existing mortgage and you want to do uh, rent it, but you don't have the money to put the mortgage current, right? But you have the motivated seller who's ready to go. You can assign this contract. You can put the house under contract and assign it, and make ten thousand dollars or or so. Or you can you can um, come in and ask somebody to JB with you, which I have done that where somebody JB with me and they put the down payment and I flip the house with them. That's another way. Or you can, um, let's say put the house for rent to own and, 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 you know, get that money from the person who's going to move to the house and and you sell, you tell them I am going to do a rental with you. It's going to be, um, uh, you can put 10% down and then that's the way that it goes right so so there is um, a different ways you can own or finance the house that is going to prefer crusher so you don't have to bring that money to put down And so there is different ways that you can do these deals without having to put your own money out of pocket. Um, But, you know, if uh, if you have the money to invest, go ahead and and do it because it's a good investment. And if you find a beach house, it's even better. Right. (laughs) And you you can do an Airbnb. So who and why? Has to be extremely motivated sellers, sellers who really need to get rid of their property. We we'll talk about that. Uh, they need to be facing for closure, right? Um, sellers in other type of financial distress, divorce and uh, rental property going back, for example. That's another way uh, that you can find. And so so we talk, and I know that you guys were. Looking at the real estate IQ leads that they they use you receive when you join with them, and by the way, if you really want to take this business by the next level, that helps a lot uh, because you have those leads there, and now you just need to call them and or find the property, the the distress owner and the distress seller. So, so there is a lot of benefits with with this strategy. Okay, so what do, documents you need? is the deed Um, the most important document is getting the deed getting the deed and getting the deed once you get the deed in your name and it's as easy as uh having a title you talk to the the seller they agree they say yes i want to give my prop or you know sell my property subject to you tell them okay i'm gonna pay whatever is behind and i'm gonna give you let's say three thousand dollars so they can move out That's a fair deal, right? You give them $3,000, you put the mortgage current, and then you take over the deed. And so you just need to tell an attorney or send an email to the title company and say, hey, I want to take over this existing mortgage. Can you uh, create a deed uh, or transfer of deed uh, so I can take over this existing mortgage, right? So it's as simple as that. You don't have to have a contract. You don't have to go so crazy and say, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. Don't do that. Just don't stress yourself. Just go ahead and talk to a title company that is investor friendly and they will take care of it. So they're going to do a quick transfer of deed. You have to um, give them the information of the seller, the property, and boom. They're going to do it for you. You go uh tell the seller to go to the title company sign it notarize and then this goes recorded to harris county right so you can have a power of attorney you're gonna need a power of of power of attorney because these people uh if the insurance or something goes bad then you can just go ahead and and get that power of attorney um, and then once you get the power of attorney, you can talk to the, ty- to the uh, lender, you can talk to the insurance company. Um, I will suggest you to get your own insurance in the house, uh, but you can add um, your name on the current insurance where the, where, and, and just tell them that you know, any correspondence and anything goes to your house and to this new person okay, because you have a power of attorney, they're gonna go ahead and do it for you. Um, Third party has authorization to speak with the bank. You can get that from the seller and the mortgage information and all the disclosures, okay? So all of this is is very, very simple. It's nothing to be uh, stressing about. And if you don't know, if you have a motivated seller, you're talking to somebody and that person is going to give you the deed, it's not worth it only if you can rent up the, the house for more money than whatever you're paying right you have to be creating a cash flow of at least $300 per door okay so if you have $300 that is going to come in to you and and you know in real estate we don't we don't like um yes we can make a $100,000 i have make a $100,000 in one single transaction but it's not going to happen in every every time, right? So, um, I'm I'm going to tell you that you guys need to being able to, um, um, you know, like uh, something show up here, and I don't know what what is this? Okay, let me take it out. So so pretty much, um, it's very very simple. You don't have to be stressing. You need to make sure that you have $300 per door. You're not going to be making millions on your first transaction. If you are going to pick up a rental, you're looking at, uh, if you have at least a 20% equity position on the house, you're good. If you have 15% equity is good. Even if you have 10% equity on the house is good. As long as you can rent the house and you can make three thousand three hundred dollars cash flow a month uh, after paying your mortgage uh, insurance and principal, right? All of those, then you are making $300 uh, cash flow. So, so if you are doing that, then it's, in, in, in real estate, you have to be made, having at least 30 to 40 properties in order for you to start feeling now the compound effect, right? And, and creating that passive income. And it's beautiful once you reach out certain amount of properties. Um, and it's even better... Uh, When your vacation rental is paying a lot of money too. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Anyway, but it's just one of those things that you can create and it's little by little. It's going to compound and it's gonna create that effect. So that's the only way that I will take over a house. Uh, Don't take over, and the other thing that is very important is that you don't wanna take over somebody else's problems. If this house has a lot of liens, you have to do a quick search on the property. This search can be done by a title company that is investor friendly and they can do this for you. Um, Or you can have a sales and purchasing agreement and send it to the title company and you just stay under special provisions that you're taking over the existing mortgage. And you send it to the title company and this title company is going to do a title commitment, open title and give you a title commitment that shows how many liens there is in the house. So if you if just because somebody's giving you a house doesn't mean you have to take it. Because some houses have multiple liens. It can be an IRS lien. It can be uh, whatever liens, and, and, and it's not clear, and it's not good for you. So don't just take a house. Take a good investment, because a house can be also a liability. And trust me, I know. I know about that. There is some deals that have gone sour. And instead of uh, you making money, you are losing money now. So be wise and don't take everybody's problems and do a title search. That's my suggestion on these kind of houses that you're taking over. The other way that I will take over a house is that if you can flip it and make... um, $30,000 on a flip, then you take over the house as well. You know, you can JB. Let's say you don't have no money to put down. You call me and we can do the deal together, right? That's one way. Or you can JB with somebody and, and that person can bring, you bring the deal to the table, the other investor bring the cash to do the deal. And then you guys put the mortgage core and do whatever, and we can, we can j v and sell it so so that's another way um, there is no application really this is just something that we created with one of my students and and so but you know it's it's just very simple process if you perhaps don't understand how to do this, you can call me. I give you my phone number, right? And all my contact information uh, so you can call me. So this is just an example of a house that is before and after that is being in, in you know, it's a subject to deal. You don't make uh, money. Um, so, so yeah, we'll talk about this. If you're not making money, don't take the deal. So you will be responsible for repairs, right? So you, all of this you need to think about. Um, so make payments when the property is vacant. You have to do that. Those are the risks. Paying uh, all upfront front cost and the evictions um, or for crushers, you're gonna have to take if you if you do this and then you have to rent it, or you do this and you wrap it and you sell it under finance. So you're gonna have to take those those uh, over those risks, okay? And this is just um, uh, things that you can check. Uh, bad title, we talk about that. do pay property taxes um, because that's another thing that you're gonna take over. Always get the seller's disclosure, and that always helps to see the condition of the house. Some deals possible no money out of pocket, right? That that's just a plus. And so we talk about the best deal require little to some money out of pocket, and especially uh, you can check the loan to value and see uh, how much is on on this property. Um, So, so you cannot refinance these properties. Um, No, I
0: Marilyn. I want to add one more thing that you need to check for, and that is HOA payments. Oh yes, that's we did. Yeah, we did a subject too, and forgot about that. And then the HOA filed a foreclosure thing, and so we went, "Whoops, we better pay that."
3: Oh, yes. Yes. So they file a a lien on the property.
0: They didn't. We we stopped it before it got there, but they had already sent it to their legal department to do that. So
4: there were extra fees.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was an extra fee we had to pay because of that.
3: Oh, okay. So yes, that's definitely one of the things they need to look for. So yes. And sometimes those things don't show up the, on the title search uh, because they are in a process to get a file, right? The, the links um, for for HOA. So yeah, you have to probably call the HOA find out if they have an HOA and check if they own anything, because that's another thing that you need to pay out of pocket. So review uh, of transaction, you have to, like we talked about, you gotta generate the lead. If you're smart, you can just buy uh, or be part of uh, Real Estate IQ so they can give you the leads and just uh, tackle or market those pre-flow crushers and you would be good. Um, you gotta screen the, the the lead on the phone, set the appointment, build the property, start negotiation, the belly, uh, develop the repair budget. That's very, very important, and establish an ARV. So you have to do uh, these deals, like any deal that, you know, you need to, to check, get premium, you have to get the stuff, uh, like the information from the seller, uh, from the lender. I will always get, um, an statement from the lender who holds the note. That's very important. Those, those are things like part of your due diligence that you need to do. Uh, negotiate terms of the contracts. And you know, sign, execute a sales contract. You can do that. Uh, deliver signed contract to the title company. Verify all lenders' information. Renegotiate contract terms if necessary, and verify insurance. All of these are very key. Uh, if you have a pen and paper, I will write it down because this is very important for for you to to do. Um, and I don't know if you guys want to add anything there, but. If you, if you have, um, you know, obviously you're gonna have to pay some closing costs, which is gonna be the title company, whatever the attorney is gonna charge you to do this uh, transfer of deed and this paperwork. And you can sign all, all of your documents at closing at the title company. Um, do not pay any money uh for paperwork that you sign and you know you can put the mortgage current through the title company you can let them do it for you and everybody's to be more clear deal i have done it where you know we call right from the title company and make the payment and and the the closing day that day that we're signing the documents um so this is things that you need to know before you get into a property okay and the insurance it has to be covered um so it's very important that you get your own insurance if you need to or being added to the insurance Dual on sale costs so this is actually something that could happen um, this is a question, no, if, if the deed is in your name, I'm pretty sure that you can refinance. Obviously, that's what you're looking for, to put the deed on your name. And sometimes you can do it for a season. It's easy, you have a property in your name and then refinance it. So I will say that the dual sale cost, even if the bank gets aware that there is a, a transfer of deed on the property, um, you. You can, let's say, they call the no do, right, and that, that's um, something that could happen. It's a possibility. So I actually let them sign a paper that it states that they are aware of this, so they're not coming back to me. But even if you, if you, uh, the bank calls the no do because they they did notice that the, the deed was transferred to to you, you can refinance really quick. You just need to call Rick and say, hey, Rick. Like that 9, nine, nine, nine 11 call, right? And just call uh, Rick and say, hey, Rick, um, I need to refinance this property like as soon as possible. He can actually do a private loan with you or get you to the process of getting a conventional or something like that so you can refinance. Uh, that, that is what I, I will do if um, the loan is being called due because the sale take place, right? But usually the sales don't take, the the loans don't get a call due unless you don't pay the mortgage. And then they start looking, but they don't really go and and check if somebody else owns the property on EdgeCab on or whatever. Now, one of the things is um, if you can buy it on a trust, you can call the 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 property or the trust uh the address of the property you can say pelican trust uh and nobody's gonna know who owns the trust so you can be very um ahead of the game of that and do it on a trust and so when you are refinancing or something happened you have to prove that you are the owner of the trust that's the only thing and the trust is just a paper that is Um, pretty much is going to be a paper that it states that you own the trust. That's it. And, but once it gets filed, it gets filed during that trust. Um, Anyway, I am pretty much done. Okay. Looks like that's it.
0: So thank you all for being here. And uh, all you dads out there, happy Father's Day tomorrow yes
3: happy father's day that's exciting
2: thank you all happy father's day to the dads you'll have a great weekend
3: yes Take thank care, you Rick. for supporting our event today
2: my pleasure awesome the webinar schedules follow us at our official social media accounts
1: or visit us at www.realestateiq.co